Welcome to episode one, two, three, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. That was weak. You got to do it. Episode one, two, three. <laughs> See? You laugh every time. You're like, welcome to episodes one, two, three. Like you were eating a fucking blow pop. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? Let's find out. A one, a two, a three. It's, no, you're supposed to be hip and cool. One, two, three, man. <laughs> part three of part one, two, three. Yo, yo, yo. What up? I really try not to laugh. <laughs> so white. <laughs> uh, golly, it's episode one, two, three. <laughs> the square root of. <laughs> one, two, three is the square root of pi. <laughs> no, it's not. I know it's not. Right now, some nerd's going, no, it is not. Like, no shit. I was making a joke. Here we do jokes, folks. And then after episode two. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was a solid single. Don't want to have to go home runs. I think I personally think episode three is in the in the baseball vernacular, I would say is a solid ground rule triple. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was a man on first. <coughs> you pop it out, you know, right by nice. You, the pitch, you smack it right down the left field line. And it hits into the corner, mm. and that gets me from first to home, and it gets you to third base. <laughs> I don't know. He's on third. Why? He's on second. <laughs> Who? He's on first. <laughs> What's the guy's name on second base? <laughs> Why? Because he's a shortstop. I don't know. He's on third. Oh. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> So here, like I said, Ed brings the news. He brings the news, and we bring the funny, yo. <laughs> we try. We um we discuss how batshit crazy George Lucas has probably become at this point. <laughs> um, we talk casting news in the new um, X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. We also do a little blurb about uh, the Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a little bit of Aquaman. Yeah. Did we? Did we? No. No, that was actually in, in DVD releases. <laughs> See? Oh. It was in DVD releases where we talked about Aquaman. <laughs> See, there's something good in episode. They're like, oh my God, we got to go back. They talk about Aquaman. Because that's, you know, that really would draw the crowd. Aquaman. <laughs> yes. What are they going to say about Aquaman? Yeah, like they haven't said a million times before. Let me guess, he's probably a loser. <laughs> and you would be right. <laughs> Sean, just hold it for the action figure. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it for the action figure. <laughs> yeah, so then... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. What else do we talk about? <laughs> eh, well, you know, you'll figure it out when you listen to it. I, I'm not going to hold your hand throughout the whole thing. Sometimes I think you're grown enough to be able to take a couple steps on your own. But I'll be there to catch you if you decide to wobble. But in the meantime, just sit back in your car while you're driving... Or if you're jogging on your treadmill, or jogging on the street, or if you're, you know, driving on a treadmill, you know, <laughs> who knows? Maybe you're one of those, like, maybe you're, you're George Jetson at this point, you're taking a dog for a walk on a, on a treadmill. <laughs> you know, we hope you enjoy this part three 
of a show that we try so hard to make funny and pleasant and entertaining for all of you listening in your ear holes. So, sit back, relax, and we'll see you at the end. Hey everybody, we're back. It's Sean from Geeksters. You're listening to us live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Alright, so, um... During the break, I went outside to check the weather, because we're supposed to get in this snowstorm. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's gotten a little crisp here at the... It's a little brisk here at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I would say the weather is a, about a brisk 38 degrees Fahrenheit, probably dropping down lower, where you see the accumulation of snow would be coming in from the northeast, blowing into town. And then maybe giving us one to three inches of snow. All right. <laughs> now back to Ed with the news. How do I follow that? With the news. The suicide. <laughs> <laughs> the suicide squad will focus on these three characters. What, what movie? The Suicide Squad. Okay. What did I say? Suicide Squid. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a completely different movie. I hate being a squid. <laughs> <laughs> Ink everywhere. <laughs> All right, so the Suicide Squad is going to be a completely different movie. No, they're just going to focus on these three characters. Uh, I'm going to say Joker, Deadshot, and Harley. Wow, did you read this article? No, I didn't. I'm just saying they're going to they're going to stack their deck in any way possible because you got Will Smith being the lead in one, you got Joker being the other character, regardless of who it's played by, and you have Harley Quinn. I did. See, so what's this article say, Ed? <clears throat> That's basically it. Hmm. <laughs> almost had a spit you want take. more? I almost had a spit take live on air. Um, I did read a follow-up article, though, I think like yes. the past 24 hours, that the girl who's playing Harley Quinn mm-hmm. was talking to MTV News, you know, the source of all legitimate news, that's mm-hmm. fit the print. Um, she did say that filling out the role was, is going to be a difficult task, but uh, she's, you know, because she doesn't want to let anybody down, and she's working really hard. Not, uh, Not at all... Indicating whether or not she's going to do the voice. Ah. <laughs> like I'm like you. If you don't, if I don't hear Mr. J, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my popcorn at the screen and go. I'm gonna flip a table. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna bring a table into the movie theater yeah. specifically to flip it. I'm He's gonna, gonna flip a pole. And it's gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Ah, look at you making with the funny. <laughs> why you got Why you gotta bring race into it? <laughs> I'm walking. I'm, I'm going to be anywhere. like Germany on Poland in 1942. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... We're not sitting in the same aisle now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, how much popcorn you buy me? <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, that's the reason why we, we, we reported, I think, was it last week on the podcast that, that Tom Hardy walked away? Yes. Yeah, with well, Tom Party. Tom Party. Tom Party, no party. Suicide Squad, there's no Tom Party going on in here. <laughs> uh, apparently, these morons signed on to play the role without ever reading a script, which is never a bright idea, I guess. But when Tom Hardy found out that the fo- the story wasn't going to focus on him, he's like, he was like, like baby. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> who, who, really? What Suicide Squad issue is there, Rick Fag? Rick Fag. Oh, <laughs> Rick completely Fag. different character. Completely different character. Hi, I'm Rick Fag. I'm here to spoil everyone's time. Batman, that cow does not go with that cape. God, first you bring race into it. 
Now you're bringing sexuality into like, it. And, and you And Wonder that was all the news I had. And you, Wonder Woman, <laughs> I'm sorry, princess, should not be wearing heels with that corset. I'm sorry. I am Rick Fag, and I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I apologize to the sexual community. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I think Ed just had his first disclaimer of the show. <laughs> LGBT people, please do not freak out on me. Oh my God, oh my God. So look forward to Suicide Squad coming out on August 5th, 2016. With, with no Tom Party. With no Tom Party. <laughs> <laughs> and they, of course, they did say in the article that they were assuming that Jake Gyllenhaal was going to be well, He was just a rumor. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has... Uh, Yet to comment? No, he says he's not doing. He's it. like, nope, I don't need, I don't need no DC movie, because I'm already a star. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, do you really want another Gil and all in a in a in a wonder in, in, in a superhero movie? You already another, had another one. DC movie. Yeah, you already had one. You had a sister. Yeah, you know? that's right. So, I mean, Heath Ledger, the only actor to kiss both brother and sister. <laughs> Think about it. Let it stew. Let it stew. Bing. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Brokeback Mountain and Dark Knight. That wasn't a hint. Flat out telling him. Oh, sorry. Well, you know. Would you? I'm a cowboy. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. And then my little pony. <laughs> You want to know how I got these scars? From sucking your brother's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Can you taste it? <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> that's how cra- that's how crazy I am. <laughs> Out. <laughs> right now, I can see if my girl's listening. I'm getting a t- I'm getting an angry text. How dare you talk about the Joker like that? <laughs> All right, so uh, what's your next article there, Ed? Sleepy Hollows on shaky ground, Fox says. Change is underway. No. (laughs) Stop fucking with my shows, Fox! Well, apparently they already started fucking with it, so they're going to fuck with it and put it back on track. Well, you know, that's the thing. This article does not give anything specific. Where'd you get the article from? Uh, Give credit where credit's due. I got it from Blaster. Okay. And Crystal Clark uh, was uh, the one who wrote the article. So there you go. Screw you, Cl- Crystal Clark. Well, what does the article say? Just that they, they went to a... Uh, da, 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 was a like a Comic-Con or something like no, that? No, no, or... it was a Critics Television Critics Association tour that the chairman of... Uh, Fox TV chairman and CEO Dana Walden attended a, the Television Critics <laughs> Association tour and revealed changes are coming. We're responding to a little bit, but not necessarily criticisms of the show that we feel has a high level of difficulty, she said. Uh, okay, well, the high level of difficulty is one production value. Because the show is... It's, a, it's, it's, very... a, it's, a, it's a relationship show, a period show... And you have iconic characters that are trying to tell a mysteries, uh, the show, uh, the, whatever. Anyway, here, here's how you better the show: get rid of the relationship shit. Nobody. Well, that's I mean, the thing they don't like, like. They don't like Katrina now. The new one of the newest cast members of this. Well, his wife. Well, yeah. she was already kind of on it. It was just that she was in purgatory, so there was this whole like sexual tension between. Um, 
uh, between Ichabod and Abby. Which I never really saw. And, no, and not, neither, neither did I, honestly, yeah. because his wife was in purgatory. It's not like she was, I mean, it's, it's not like she was completely dead. He, from the get-go, he was trying to get her out of purgatory. Right. And he was successful. Spoiler, like, but yeah, it's it, in the commercials. It's, it's, Deal with it. It's like one of those things like, okay, we, we saved her. What next? We don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you know, now... I kind of understand. I think I understand where they're going with the relationship because now, like, what is, is at number about having like things for Abby. Well, no, no Abby having a thing for him. Yeah. So, which I was kind of like, why would you go there? Like, it's, she knew see, from that's the, the get-go th- that he loved his wife. I think the I think the whole problem of the show is is that they they ended they ended the mid season with Moloch dying, like, or, or, or basically putting put back into to hell. Yeah, Who? and it's. Moloch. Moloch. He's the guy that's coming with the four horsemen. Oh, uh, oh okay. Um, the guy from Fringe. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. no that no. was... That's, Moloch he's... was the baby that... Like, they, they had basically tried to... Okay, well, let's... let's Moloch was... Let's, 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 Moloch was... Right. The... Moloch was Satan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Moloch okay. was... Oh, okay. Moloch was from, his boss. Right. The guy from Fringe right. is... I, yeah, let's not turn this into a whole, like, suit... suit that's know. his boss. Yeah. Moloch is, is dude from Fringe's right. boss. Like, okay. that's how it works out. Okay, yeah, he's the guy that snapped, uh, we call it Sulu's neck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, because I only saw the first season. So, that's <laughs> how I know. He snapped Sulu's neck. And he did. In, the, in the, <laughs> episode three, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just making me laugh that we have to refer to everybody by the other shows yeah. that they're on. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I don't think the... Ad- uh, of course, so I'm like, George Takai's not in it! <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? You got the wrong guy. Oh, Chew. Uh, John Chu. John Chu. I don't think the uh, the Abby Ichabod Crane relationship don't need it. That was never going to happen right. to begin with. But that's the problem is is when you have this. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. We we reported on it earlier that an executive starts getting in charge of going. Oh, we have a hit show. Now I'm going to step in and go. Well, this show over here is doing this, and they get better ratings, so now we have to do it. Yeah, fabulous. That's that fucking show. Leave they, the show alone. They don't care. And what pisses me off, because I, I kind of, I don't like that whole, like, them trying to make sexual tension where there wasn't sexual tension. Right, there's no need for there it. There was it becomes- no need for it because, the you know, Ichabod's focus was getting his wife out of purgatory. Well, right. and stopping the four horsemen, of course, but part of it was getting his wife out of purgatory. <clears throat> built-in relationship. If you want a relationship, there's the built-in relationship right there. And yeah, like now there's this whole, like, they have to get on the same page right. kind of yeah. thing because, you know, she's been in purgatory and he's he's had, like, a you know, a year to acclimate to being in the 21st century and he's had Abby helping him the whole right. time. Like, now he has to bring her up to speed too like put the focus there like leave leave abigail yeah. as sort of the um guide i guess you could say like like yeah she yeah, she's right. a witness and yeah you know they 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 just, be, just because they're both written in the bible to be both witnesses doesn't, doesn't mean, they, mean they have to be in love to do it yeah i completely agree that what you I, said. I completely agree I, I yeah you don't need that shit make the show about bad guys and good guys I'm tired of I'm tired of love, love triangles. And I'm fine. I'm fine with them talking about um, Katrina and and Ichabod. Right. Because that that is I feel that's part of the show. Like if they just went, right. oh, you know, we pulled her out of out of purgatory. Now she's fine. Like no, she's not. <laughs> like she's probably going to be at least a little bit traumatized. Like you know, Moloch sure. made her pregnant and she had to go through all this other shit. Oh, and la, like, la, 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 la. It was last season. I didn't see last season. Well, tough shit. <laughs> 
All right, well, what's uh, what's your next article? <laughs> uh, true says it go right into the article. Unless you had the, the problem with the first word. <laughs> I was mispronounced it. <laughs> who, let me see, who is it? It's the, and the word is the. <laughs> no, it's Chuck. <laughs> the next word is Zachary, and the third word is Levi. Oh, Chuck star Le- Zachary Levi? The Returns guy. to TV with a key role in Heroes Reborn. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's I'm been nearly a year. It's been nearly a year since NBC announced the return of Heroes in the form of a 13-episode... I can't look at you because you're making me laugh. 13-episode standalone miniseries titled Heroes Reborn. And yet we still don't know how... Uh, about how, where, there. Jesus Christ, damn it! Wow, you guys are awesome. I was doing good, he's making me laugh. <laughs> we still don't know much about where the event will take the show. We know Heroes creator uh, Tim Kring is back at the helm. We know there's a good chance of original cast members returning, and we know that Heroes alum Jack Coleman is back as Noah Bennett, but that's about it. The lack of any real knowledge about the miniseries or footage from it has bred plenty of skepticism in fans who believe the show slid very much off the rails in its later seasons. All right. Uh, Okay. All right, so good for him. I like Chuck. I thought Chuck was a great show. He also did a good job of replacing the other guy in Thor. Yeah. You know, the sword fighter guy? Yes. I forget his name and the character. But yeah, I, I like him as an actor. I think he's, you know, he's a guy who was a nobody until Chuck. Because mm-hmm. they literally picked him off the street, almost. Yeah. Became an overnight sensation. The show has a cult, a huge cult following. Yeah. Um. So whenever I see him, I'm always like, yeah, I always, I always want to see the stuff he's in because I kind of, I feel like, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not on the, you know, strange Bandrell in Thor. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not, it's like, whenever there's somebody I like, I want to support their work. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously with, you know, Kat Dennings, you know, Bradley Cooper, local mm-hmm. people. Yeah. You know, I know, you know, Zach's not in there. Yeah. But I do feel like, I felt like. Hey, you know what? Here's like an average guy who got like the brass ring. Mm. I'm going to support him because I yeah. think he's a good. So I, I kind of, you know, I'm always like, yay, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, really. Okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's, what else? Fantastic Four headed for reshoots, but for how long? Reshoots, yeah. Yes. So apparently. Big the- shocker there, folks. So apparently they're heading down back to Louisiana for shoots. But the thing is, is that. Well, that he- happens. And, that, and that's to say, it's a standard. But the thing that they think they find that's weird. That these reshoots are happening is is because of the time length. They usually go for about maybe like three or four days. There'll be shoots or a week, you know, tops to do a reshoot. They're going to go up to up to three months to do reshoots. Yeah, that days. sounds like they're making some major changes. And they, and they said the last time that something like this happened was World War Z, and we all know what right. happened. Right? Yeah, World War Z, Z had a different ending right. than what was in theaters because a lot of people weren't re- reacting well to the the ending the endings right so they had to make a major change it took a longer time but this is actually longer than the the reshoots for World War Z yeah I mean that's that's not a that's not a uh, it's not a good yeah good sign yeah I mean I, I don't yeah I mean I, I, I'm not gonna lie it doesn't seem very well I mean I'm I'm not gonna go see the movie anyway uh-huh. you know regardless of the reshoots uh, that is one film that I'm I'm gonna probably search out a bootleg for, unless you and I unless you and I are gonna get a movie, we might have to go to the movies just so we can review it for the show. Uh, that's the only reason why I'd watch that movie. 
you know, just to have something to talk about that week, you know, like, hey, we saw the number one movie of the week, you know, I'm really hoping that it's one of those, like, <laughs> I hope it's not the number one movie I, ever. <laughs> like, it depends on what else is opening up that weekend, and I, I, I really hope that it doesn't hit, like, the top, I, I, I hate to say it, because I really want this movie to bomb. Yeah, I really want it to tank, too. I, I, I just, and it's not so much because of the multicast. The multicultural cast got nothing to do, do with it. it. The fact that I'm, I gonna be honest, the thing I'm most pissed about is Doom. Yeah. Is 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 that whole like, hey, we're gonna make Doom uh, a Weasley little a Weasley blogger? Yes. And not the leader of a like uh, I don't know. I just <sighs> I got problems with it. Problems, I tell you, problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. All right. Well. Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, especially since it comes out this year. Why, yes. Yes, it does. Yeah, it comes out in like six months. <laughs> yes, it does. It's like a June or July film, isn't it? it I just saw it and I missed it. Where was it? Release date? Yes. Uh, of course, though, the trailer, the teaser trailer is going to come out February 13th in front of the movie The Kingsman. Okay. Uh, oh, I'll be seeing the Kingsman, so maybe if I'm lucky, I'll see the teaser trailer, and I'll, be able to, I'll give my review on the teaser. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like that. No, no, there's, there's no release date. Uh, I'm sorry, I apologize. All right, so but uh, it is coming out this year, I believe. You're right. So uh, I, I do look believe. Forward to that. All right, well, I'm gonna have to Google. Well, while you're doing that, I'm gonna give you the next two ones because they're both. One was supposed to be for last week, which didn't make the uh, release uh, the nerd news. Is the fact that George Lucas reveals that he wanted to direct the new Star Wars film. Yeah. Of course, you guys, everybody knows the filmmaker has sold Lucasfilm to Disney for $2.5 billion. August 7th, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. And that's, as, as he was selling the company, he never really talked about who would direct the next film. But he was kind of hoping that, you know... If they he was hoping Disney would throw him a bone. Oh, right. Yes. Kind of going, hey, you know what? Even though you bought it here, we want you to be the director for the movie. Yes. Um. I hate to say this, but fuck that. <laughs> I mean... So that brings us up to the next article, which was how George Lucas' Star Wars 7 ideas were used by Disney. They weren't. That's it. <laughs> they, they, spoiler, they weren't. Exactly. Yeah, he had an idea, he pitched it, and Disney went, yeah, yeah, you know what? We're going to use any of that. <laughs> That's why we're bringing our own guys in. That's exactly That's it. why we handed it to uh, JJA <laughs> and his buddies. That's why we got the guy who helped write Empire Strikes Back to write this script. Because your idea, old man, ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> Sorry, but you now your old mystic ways of the Jedi. Pff, like I, I think I think I read an article where he actually told he didn't say what the plot was going to be in the movie, but he did say, I think I read the same article where it was like, oh, I have all these other ideas that Disney's now not using. And a lot of people probably just went, <laughs> And then, and I gotta be honest, it's it's, it's, it's it's sad to say that. Like, there's that little kid in me just kind of goes, this is the guy who brought all these people into mainstream. Star Wars helped relaunch science fiction action adventure movies. Well, I mean, here's a, here's a thought because I thought about this. In fact, this is oh, like you oh, yeah. we got ourselves a thinker here. Oh, yeah. um, but the idea is the fact is is that he's the one who created the first three movies that everybody loved. Yeah, and then they, you know, of course, the the second set, you know, everybody can. Some people like, some, some people don't like. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So it's a fifty fifty 
Yeah, I mean, anybody from our age probably doesn't like the new trilogy. The young kids do. The young kids do. And when you show them the original, they go, this is not the movies. I, I mean, it's definitely a generational gap in favoritism. But you figure, though, his the way his storyline would have worked out, he, you know, at least he would have had an outline that he could have, like, you know, written. <clears throat> okay. And then, like, maybe have another writer with him to go, you know what, the middle of the Chlorian things... Fuck that! Like you know, like like or you know, it's like this idea. Yeah, he didn't have. You know, like see, the thing is, back in the seventies when 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 M, when Return of the Jedi came out, yeah, he said he had an idea for twelve movies, and he already had everything written out. Mm-hmm. But yet, when you watch him talk about Episode One, he didn't even write a script yet. Right. So, like, was he full of shit back then, or did between then and now he decided to scrap? his original idea and start fresh. No, he had an outline. He was saying he didn't write all nine movies. He didn't write right, yeah, yeah. script. He just kind of had... But he had a rough idea. He had arches. Like, this is what's going to happen with Darth Vader and this you know, is how like, it's going to in this movie. Because when he, when he wrote Star Wars, Return of the Jedi was speeder bikes. Like, like, like that idea. Okay. It wasn't like they were going to be going through these the redwood you know forests of North Carolina as they're flying through those redwoods and this scene's going to happen where he's going to jump on a jam and blah 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 and do all that kind of stuff like speeder bikes was like it or like the next one would be Ewoks you know like like, like, <laughs> like okay. you know like yeah it's not like you know like he wakes up from a dream uh, Ewoks write that down speeder bikes gotta write that down yeah I mean and that's the whole premise is the fact is that like he probably has like a general idea of okay, Luke Skywalker's father's Darth Vader, and like you know, like when um, when Star Wars that uh, uh, Obi Wan's going to die, you know. Okay, like, yeah, you get all, all the beats that are right. important. Like, all exactly. Right. <laughs> so the thing is, is that he probably has seven through nine developed where he has those ideas where it's like this will be really cool, and in his mind, the way he would portray it would be great. But just like those, those fine-tuned... How to get from that point to this point, point, from right. this point to that point. Exactly. That's where, I'm going to say it, and I'm quite honest, that's where Lucas fails as a writer. Yes. He, so if he got another writer with him... But, he, but I'm going to say, he never would. I think, I think after... With Star Wars, it was all him. Yeah. The pressure of all him doing it by himself, I think, put a kind of a strain on him. So I think the studio went, we'll get you another guy. Right. And then same with the third one. And well, no, no, no. The, the the reason why five and five was good and six was going to be directed by somebody as well, right? Is the fact is is that he was developing other things like the okay, Lewis, yeah, you know, the, the yeah, sound, dark, yeah, the, all those different things. The labyrinth, effect. dark crystal. Well, no, the the, the practical effects. Uh, uh, oh, he was he was creating ILM at the time. Exactly. Okay. So those things were happening. So he was being pulled away. He wanted to do those movies. But he was pulling poor weight to, to be okay. So blues. someone said, "No, no, you do that. Well, we got a guy for you." Yeah. So yeah, okay. But when he get when he finally was able to go back to episodes one, two, and three, it was all him. And his writing is eh. like the midichlorians. If you're right, if he had another guy, somebody, he needed what was called a fact checker yeah. or a, a continuity advisor to kind of go. Well, in episode one, you talk about. The force being almost religion in, in base. Yeah. About how it's all around us, and now in episode one you go, no, it's this thing called midichlorians, and we can test for that. Something that Obi Wan didn't do in any of the other three movies. I'm just, I'm just 
Imagine a fact checker and he's writing it, you know, and the guy's looking over and he goes, Have you watched your other movie? <laughs> Do you even know what you're talking about, Lucas? Um, I know you directed them and wrote them. I know they're all in your shit. head. But fuck, midichlorians? What the fuck's that shit? Can you sell midichlorians as a fucking toy? No. Scrap it. <laughs> Unless midichlorian is a Jedi Master that trained Yoda. Get it the fuck out of this script. <laughs> yeah. Metachlorian. That's his... Meta is his first name. Chlorian is his last name. <laughs> and he's a skinny rally dude with a long white mustache that he flips. <laughs> yeah, see? I am Meta. Metachlorian. I will teach you the ways of the Force. See? Do or do not... There is no try. Like, make him the guy that Yoda emulates. You know? That Yoda wanted to be. It was Yoda's apprentice. Yoda Yoda was his apprentice, apprentice, yeah. (coughs) Size doesn't matter, you short little green turd. (laughs) Now move that spaceship. And he flips his mustache like thought, like the guy did in Kill Bill Volume Two. Like you know, always playing with his mustache and flipping it, but, and will make him look like a walrus, you know. So that way the, the beard looks like a beard and mustache it makes him look like an animal. Like, hmm. like oh, do not hurt the car. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, so yeah, so Disney went. Yeah, those ideas. Yeah, we're not doing them. All right, what else? Justin Bieber is getting roasted by Comedy Central. Oh, God, I hope no one watches that show. <laughs> I, I can't believe you. This even this is even worthy of nerd news. This is, this is more like douchebag news. <laughs> I, I wanted, I, you know, I was, because first I was going to put it on there, but I hate him so much that I hope they do a really good job. They're, yeah, here's the problem. I want they burn him like, so bad. Like, part of me says, you know what? First of all, these things are scripted. He picks the people that he wants to yeah. roast them. Then they script it out, and then he, you know, they give he has, it to him. He, he, yeah, he, he has, has the, final approval of yeah. going. So no one's going to go, "Hey, Justin, you know that um, you're a dickhead. Blah, blah, blah. You're an asshole. No one cares about your music." Or, "Hey, how about that airbrush package for the Calvin Klein jeans?" Or, "How much they actually had to airbrush the hairs around your your happy trail because you're as skinless as a baby." You have the muscle tone of a two-year-old. But now we have to airbrush you to make you look semi-mannish. Instead of the lesbian that you are. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So basically, speaking of the Calvin Klein... See, they basically signed me to do it. Because yes. I don't give a shit about Justin Bieber. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, your music, you know. Oh, baby, 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 no! no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making noises. I want to hear it. It's stuck in my head. It was, when you did it two weeks ago, it was stuck in my head for a week. <laughs> like I, I don't. I I just like get real. You know what? They should they should do all this and go. Okay, you know what? Let him get the final approval and let him go into okay. And then the night it's recorded, fucking change everything. Thing, yeah. Get a whole different bunch of people to walk on that stage. Get people like Louis C.K., Jimmy Norton, um, like. Fuck you, Dean Cook or Pat Oswalt. Get some really hardcore. Get Sarah Silverman, you know, or Amy Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. 
get those guys out there to really rip him a new asshole. That'd be great. But no, they're not they're going to play it safe. To me, this is Comedy Central. First, somebody at Justin Bieber's place went, hey, you know what, Comedy Central? How about you roast Justin Bieber? Everyone likes poking fun of him, so we can kind of say, hey, like, look, he's got a good sense of humor. Here's some money, and it'll be great rigs. Everyone wants to see Justin get roasted, but we're going to play it nice. It's going to be kind of like in a uh, I hope, yuck, I, yuck, I, yuck. I hope, I hope they get, like, Jesselneck and Schubert. <coughs> and then... Have Andrew Dice Clay walk out. <laughs> And really rip him an ass. <laughs> Nick DePala. Yeah. You know, like get get the guys who really, you know, really, I, Ralph Garman. Ah. You know, he lives in Hollywood Battle and Ralph Garman hates him. Like, just get the people who really hate him to, to really rip into him. All right, enough about, enough about what I want to see. We're going to see a nice, safe little, oh, look at us, we're poking fun. Oh, we can't because we love. You know, they'll get. Or something. You know, they'll get, what's his face? Um, the insult comic dog. Uh, triumph. triumph he'll come out there and he'll probably be like I kid I kid no really your music is, your music is so bad even dogs can't even hear it but I kid <laughs> uh, Triumph is really good at sometimes I I, I last week I was actually on YouTube and I was just like I'm like trying to find new stuff for, for Triumph because I always loved him you know? yeah but I still find the old stuff and I'm la- I'm still tearing yeah. up laughing hysterically at stuff that I've seen like 30, 40 times. It's no, a- Justin Bieber, I just want to know, do you have nuts to lick? <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, God. people call you a bitch, but I need to know. <laughs> I'm keen. <laughs> <coughs> Triumph, thank you. <laughs> All right, what else? Let's move on to some casting news. Okay. CBS has found its Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, who is she? It's the Glee star Melissa... Benoist. <laughs> okay. I, I mean... Uh, all right. I gotta be honest. I have no clue who that is. Well, we don't watch Glee. I mean, she's yeah. pretty. I liked... I kind of like... They were having... They were looking at this Russian girl before... Who was blonde? She was really good looking and really, really looked like Supergirl from the comics. I was like, "Wow, that's actually some really goddamn good casting," you know. But this girl, I don't know anything about her, so good for her. Yeah, like, yay, you're going to be part of the DC universe. Congratulations! But you're on CBS. <laughs> I, I don't really think I have a lot of sorry. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in the big networks able to handle a superhero comic show mm-hmm. because they have problems with Constantine. They, you know, I mean, it kind like they weren't sure if they're going to bring it back for the second half of the season, but the numbers were really good, so they went okay, fine. But then the first episode back didn't do so well, so it was like, oh. But now the second episode back in, they got a bump. And even I think we talked about it on the last week's show yeah. that that an, an exec basically said the only reason why we're making Constantine is because everybody else is making com. We wanted to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. So that means if they're willing to if, if they're willing to admit that, then they're going to willing to admit that that's another reason why they want Supergirl. It's it's going to be I guarantee she'll have like boy problems. They're going to try to teenage it up instead of trying to make it more adult contemporary. Yeah, they're going to try to go with like, hey, oh, I think it's insane. I think this this is going to be like the fluffier side, like the Boy Scout, the Girl Scout, I guess you could say now because it's Supergirl, not Superman. But along those lines, where you know you could possibly see Superman coming in an episode, I don't think yeah. that's ever going to happen. But yeah, I, guess, I mean, or I tease about at least you know that kind right. of thing. But it, like, it's it's going to be that kind of like almost 
a cleaner version of Smallville in a way. Yeah, and when they had, you know, when they had Supergirl in that. Yeah. Like, I thought uh, Richard Vandervoot did a great job. Mm. She looked the part. She acted the part. She was really good at it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, fingers crossed, maybe they'll learn their lesson from Constantine, or maybe they'll take more cues from Arrow and The Flash to kind of be able to, you know, realize that this is what makes the superhero genre on TV good. Yeah. Let's try to keep that momentum going on other channels. Like, I'm okay. I mean, even Stephen Mel's like, ah, sure, put it on our show. Well, like, Steve, to me, Stephen Mel happens to be the probably the best spokesperson for the DC television universe because he's always up for anything. Like, sure, we'll do the Flash. You know, like, yeah, bring Flash on, bring Adam, bring everybody. Yeah. I would love to see Batman on my TV show. Like, like he he's he's very like gung ho about having this world be accessible to everybody right so you know what almost i mean good luck i'll watch it just to see how they do it yeah but i mean if it starts getting kind of angsty if she starts having like boy problems or i see i mean i think we're gonna eventually draw the line i mean we get to the point now where i'm watching like on tuesday nights i've got three shows lined up at nine o'clock like that nine o'clock spot and i'm like i don't know what to do at this point because I can't DVR like right. You need you need to call Xfinity and get the uh, get the Xfinity box. Because yeah. like you can record five shows while watching the six. I think like, you know. Yes. And it's all in the cloud. <laughs> all in the cloud. Nobody understands the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, well, congratulations to her. Good luck, CBS. I hope you learned your lessons, or I hope you. Well, NBC is the one that actually does. Uh... Constantine? Constantine, yeah. Yeah, but I, don't you think CBS is jumping on the bandwagon too? Yeah, but I think this is a more of a character that you could uh, manipulate in a way, any way you want, and not like, like other than. Oh the... my god! I heard that through my headphones. <laughs> Sorry, my ass was just chiming in. <laughs> I, I wanted to hear more what he was going to say. That's what I said. <laughs> anyway, um, but this this is kind of the, I think the character that. Other than the people that truly are fans of Supergirl, you know, and 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 only know her from here and there from like TV shows. Everyone's gonna say, "Oh, isn't that Super, Superman's yeah. cousin?" Yeah, yeah, we saw her. She had her own movie with Helen Helen, Helen Slater. Slater. Yes, you know, she appeared on Smallville for a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. It never really sticks that bad for the person that, that does it. So, oh yeah, whatever. All right, what's your next? Well, speaking of last week's show. And we were talking about the Marvel Universe. Remember yes, that? Yes, And you, you were getting tired of how everybody's going to think. Yeah. They say the Marvel Expanded Universe is ending. Really? Yes, in comic book form. Uh, so they heard me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you're saying is someone was listening. Yes. <laughs> and went, Sean has a good idea. Because, you know, well, I mean, obviously, okay, I'm going to say they still support my idea. Because if you do it in comic book forms, it's easy to translate into the film and TV. Right. So, so they're basically in May. It's coming out. It's called Secret Wars. Number one is going to come hit the, the book, the comic book shelves in May. Yeah, and it's basically a smash all the Marvel universe and the Ultimate Universe as well. Oh. And it's going to turn into uh, Battle World. Is basically Battle World. Yes, Marvel brings you Battle World. You want to see Peter Parker beat the crap out of Elias Morales? <laughs> Tune into Battle World. If you want to see Hulk and She-Hulk go head-to-head, tune into Battle World. 
So basically, speaking of though Morales, he's the only one that they are they're talking about is going to survive. Oh. But the rest of the universe is up for grabs. Oh my god! We don't know until the end of February. Is there anything else you might want to say? Else, want to say before? No, you know, I like chiming in. I don't know. My ass is chiming in. I mean, obviously, it's opinionated, but he's an ass. Yes, we know. Um, I think think his opinion stinks. (laughs) Thank you. I'm here a week. We know. (laughs) Go away. Oh, I may leave, but my, I'll linger forever. <laughs> I was afraid of that. Um, Are you, Ellis? I mean, I, I like uh, Elias Morales. I think he does a fine job as you know, ultimate speed, Peter, uh, ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, all right. So, uh, all right, Ed, stop Don't trying. Don't blow to... it to me, you dick. <laughs> she was talking to Ed, folks. Ed's swigging paper around like it's going to matter because all I got to do is this. <clears throat> Jump up my seat once, and all that all that stench from the cushion just. Uh, speaking also of last week, we were talking about Gotham, and uh, they were saying that the how um, Penguin, Penguin they were thinking it was Joker. That was the stupidest oh, question ever. God, I was thanks. I was very angry last week. I think yes. I remember about this. You're very you're angry every week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so this time, what are they saying this time? Oh, wrong one. But anyway, all right. Did you repost the same put? <laughs> I almost did, yes. The Red Hood is coming to Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm okay with that one. Because the Red Hood was was a staple before, like, like in the, like, the Red Hood gang was around before Batman. Correct. So I'm okay with that. Like, all right. It makes sense. But now everyone's going to go, oh, was the guy who's the leader of the Red Hood going to be Joker? Well, here's the thing. Oh, yes, Ed, tell me, please. There's a little bit more to this. That the fact that the gang, the, the, of course, the, the, the mob of Gotham, is going to be very, use various um, people to be the Red Hood. Only because they don't want to pin it on anybody <sighs> specific. I'm already annoyed. But there is going to be a failed comedian who loses his pregnant wife in a freak accident that same day. Who dons the red hood and could possibly fall into the chemical vat that turns that, him into? You know what? I, I am so close to stopping watching the show. I am so close. Like it, 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 it tasks me. It tasks me, and I shall have it. I will fly around the rings of Nebula Five to chase at thee. <laughs> I will stab at thee with that heart. Ah. <laughs> oh. I, I, yeah, this just, uh, you know, what, out. you know what, someone from DC should just kind of go, you know what, this Gotham show has got nothing to do with anything. It's a completely made up story. We're, I mean, we're just, it's, it's an elseworld story. They need something because as a Batman fan, when I start, when they start introducing characters that should not be in existence mm. at this time mm. is annoying me at, way too hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you know what? Give me the kind of like a, a Riddler esque type guy, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of like when Enigma does become the Riddler, you can kind of go, oh, all right, you know what? He's kind of like this guy. Yeah. Like, but Joker, he's not around during this time. Like, I'm not saying like Joker is a byproduct of Batman being in the suit. Mm-hmm. You know, Penguin 
Penguin right now is the only one that I can agree with being in that timeline. Right. But, you know, Har- Harvey Dent? No. Uh, you know, Scarecrow? No. You know, thank God they haven't... They, they, people kind of go, well, is Harley Quinn in this episode? Because look at this. Here's a girl on stage with blonde hair wearing a bl- red and black outfit while she's singing. Could that be Harley Quinn? No! <laughs> like, stop with the whole... Like, you know what? How about you fucking idiots who may know not, nothing about Batman don't watch the show and stop trying to second-guess everything? It just... I'm like really like... Oh. Like, I'm so annoyed. So annoyed. I mean, if you want to bring these characters in, here's an idea. Switch the show from the comps. Put it on... Kevin Smith and Paul Dini had the best idea ever. Switch it up. Put Batman into private school where he meets Harvey Dent as a kid. And then you see them grow up as teenage boys. And you can kind of see Harvey's got a temper. You know, like you start seeing the characteristics of what will lead Harvey to be 10 years from now. Mm. You know, bring a girl who is very into psychology, a blonde hair girl from the Bronx, not from Gotham. Tease that, like that's going to be Harley Quinn. You know, call her Harleen, you know. Selena Kyle, she, she could still be the hood rat thief that lives outside on the other side of the tracks. Mm. That's, you know, Bruce may have cat, like, kind of a la, you know, Professor X and Rogue. Catches her in his, you know, kitchen one day trying to eat a glass, drink a glass of milk or something. Mm. You know, like. Mystique, that guy. Yeah, Mystique, sorry. Yeah. Who did I say? Rogue. Rogue, sorry. Oh, well, yeah. Either way. <laughs> doesn't matter right now some nerds going it doesn't matter it does it does <laughs> it does to me so I mean like do it that way like if you're going to introduce those characters and introduce them in the timeline of like I'm going to it's going to sound weird but a reality of if all these people were supposed to be the same age when Batman was at the same age as all these people introduce them in like a p- private parochial school of some sort where you can kind of see oh look there's um, you know like, one of the ideas was have the psych teacher be, you know, Crane. You know, yeah. you know, like, do that. And, you know, like, start playing right that. Have an Oswald Cobblepot who's picked, you know, short, stubby, kind of like chunk kind of looking kid from Goonies who gets picked on a lot. Yeah. And even though Bruce tries to befriend them, but the kid always gets, you know, fucking pissed off at something. Yeah. You know, because people are always calling him Penguin or whatever. Or get that one kid who's a little touched in the head, you know. He could be Joker. Maybe not. Like, you know, like, there's... Meet the kid who really loves biology class and has a tendency to want to cut things. He could be Zaz, you know? Mm. Like, just do it that I, way. I, I don't know. I just, I, don't, I just don't see that whole... Like, the whole premise... Like, Luke Gotham! <laughs> Luke Gotham! <laughs> Luke Gotham! That, like, that to me is ridiculous. Cute little chirp kids. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, just... The, the way that I mean, it's a great. It's it's. Well, I, you you got to listen to that podcast. The way they did it was it was really smart and really. But the weird thing is, is that Gotham was supposed to be a strictly television. Like, here's the weird part: is it was supposed to be a strictly cop procedural show, mm. and was going to have no Bruce Wayne, no nothing. Then this podcast came out, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's a great idea!" Next thing you know, the show says, "Oh, we're, we're going to have young Bruce Wayne." It was very, very, very suspicious. Just say. If you want to believe in conspiracy theories, that's mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But the, the, to me, though, the whole show is just, it's pointless. It really is. Because, I mean, like, like if, if it, to me, it was supposed to be, like, more of the growing up of Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. She, you know, is Detective Gordon or, you know, or, 
whatever. Wipe out the, 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 the crime in the bureau. Right. While dealing with all the other shit on the street. Or, better yet, modernize it so that Batman is around. And that it deals with, like the comic book did. How do these cops work in a, um, a city that has these maniacs all around? And what do they do when Batman's off fighting the Joker and the Penguin's starting shit? Right. You know, like, how do they how do they work with that rather than, oh, this guy could be Joker. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. See, I kind of I kind of ignore that stuff. I'm when I watch it, I'm more interested <clears throat> in what Jim's going through. Like, I do. I I watch right. it like a cop show and I don't care about Bruce. I mean, hey, more power to him. But I kind of I, I feel like he's the kid's not needed. I hate to he's say too immature for me to give a shit about him. You know, I like Selena Kyle and I, you know, I'm, I'm, she is, and I'm interested to see where, where she goes with Poison Ivy like (laughs) that. I'm because she, the reason being, she creeps me out. That little girl who plays, who plays Ivy, she creeps me out and I want to see what they do with her. Like, I hope they don't mess that up. I do. I do like that, that little symbiotic relationship that Ivy and and Kat have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also don't feel like it's it's not needed. Like, is it going to be a cop show? Is it going to be like where they haven't really seemed like they've gotten what their audience is yet? Mm. I mean, I know it's the first season, so maybe yeah, they got this sweet deal with Netflix, and I think it was already signed for a second season. Yeah. Mm. So you know what? Maybe maybe it'll have the um, Ages of Shield effect, where the first season sucks, and then the second season they went, okay, our heads out of our ass. Now we know what we want to do with the show. Here it is. You know, and then go out, get running from there. Like, I'll be okay with seasons two starts 10 years after season one ends. Yeah. You know, like, I'm okay with that if they straighten out this this rocky ship that they call Gotham. All right. <laughs> All right, what else you got? All right. Simon Pegg co-writing Star Trek Three with Doug Jung. Jung. All right. Is that a fact? Exclusive Simon Pegg has set to co-write Star Trek III, the film that has just got Fast and Furious director Justin Lin aboard after Roberto Orchi exited the Helmer chair. Right. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Okay. Well, you know what? Simon Pegg, to be honest, great. also a great writer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's all his stuff... And Most of the stuff he's, that he's been in, he's written, helped write. Right, right, and then that's what he's one of his kind of geeks. <clears throat> kind of hope that you know he'll definitely chunk up that uh, Scotty role. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Scotty's gonna suddenly get... Scotty becomes the captain. All of a sudden, Scotty gets all the really good lines. <laughs> all the really good lines. Everybody's gonna be sitting on set. God damn it, Simon! You as an audience are gonna go. He wrote that. He, he wrote, wrote that. that. That one says, that. "Oh look, he, oh look, there is you know he wrote that one." Yeah. Suddenly, everybody's killed, yeah. and Scotty's the only one who can save everybody, yeah. <laughs> and he single-handedly takes on the Romulans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good for Simon. Way yeah. to go! All right, All right which I, I gotta admit, I'm I am a little excited about that because the other stuff Simon Pegg's done, I absolutely yeah, yeah. love. Like you know, Run Fat Boy Run, and and Paul like. I love his movies, so... They're all... all he's a really great writer. I also yeah. like the show Space that he was on for a little while. You know, that, that BBC show. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just starting out. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, what's, what's your next article there, buddy? So Star-Lord... So Star-Lord and Captain America just made the most Boy Scout Super Bowl bet ever. 
Okay, what is it? Okay, well, I think everybody knows that Chris Evans is a uh, um, Patriots fan. And um, Chris, Chris Pratt is, is a Seahawks fan. Exactly. Okay, what's the bet? So, basically, if the Seattle Seahawks win, that Chris Pratt has to show up at a... Not Chris Pratt. Chris it, Evans has to show up at a Seattle uh, like uh, children's hospital as Captain America to, you know, say hello to the children. Okay. And if the, the, the Patriots win, that Chris Pratt has to go to New England to a hospital as Star-Lord. All right, and I can hear a collective audience just go, Aww. That is kind of sweet. And there's me just going, fuck that. <laughs> Be a man. You're just, you know what? You're just uh, mad you're not, you're not one of those sick kids sitting there waiting no, for Star-Lord you know and Captain let's, America let's to Let's tweak this better. Um, you know what? Fine. Chris Evans, if you lose... You go to a Seattle dress, not as Captain America, as fucking Star Lord. Yeah, that'd you know, be cool. You know, oh no, no, they're not dressed. They're dressed up as their respective characters. I yeah. hope. So I'm saying, you know, like if Chris Pratt loses, he shows up <laughs> as, in, Captain. as Captain America. But he has to sh- he has you know? to show up in one of those like party city costumes. Yeah, it's got to be <laughs> off the rack Captain America. He's got to be off the rack, you know, Star Lord. You, you know, know what? Like, you know what I kind of foresee <laughs> happening though. They're both because gonna they're do both going to show up, and you yeah, know, it's going to be it's one of those like, yo, I'll <laughs> bet you a dollar. It's a gentleman's bet, yeah, and everyone wins because everyone's like, oh, who's going to win? Oh, look, yeah, no, we all win because we're both heroes, and we're going to. I bet you what's going to happen is Chris Pratt, Chris, the Chris's are going to go to both respectively together, which would be really cool because otherwise you got kids sitting there crying because like, a bunch well, of football exactly. players lost. Exactly, you're not gonna like, <laughs> you like to be that kid in in you know in Seattle kind of going. My team lost. Now I'll never get to see Chris Brown. Or Chris. <laughs> I'll never get to meet Captain America. It's no, you don't want to break the heart of a kid. They're going to show up. Yeah. And it's going to be both of them at both hospitals. I mean, it's... it's, it's, I think it's really sweet. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. You know what? Here. What's the... um, Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to read this article how it should have been read. Ready? Hey, so Star-Lord and Captain America just made a bet. Most Boy Scouts Super Bowl best ever. What? What I meant to say was Star-Lord and Captain America just made the most Boy Scouts Super Bowl bet ever. It, would you believe that Chris Evans and Chris Pratt made a bet on the Super Bowl? Chris Pratt, also known as Star Lord, happens to be a big Seattle Seahawks fan. So he posted over to Chris Evans, also known as Captain America, who's a Green Bay, who's a pink pay, uh, Patriots. You pink know, Bay? Green Bay. It Green sounded Bay Patriots. like you said Pink Bay. Pink Bay. Who, who knew? <laughs> Who knew that Captain America was a Patriots fan? They've bet that the loser of the game has to go visit a children's hospital. Oh, you tell all the girls go. All their pains got wet. (laughs) That was disgusting. I already took mine off. (laughs) <laughs> oh, blink, 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 blink. They're big eyelashes. Blink, 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 blink. Oh, they're just so dreamy. They are dreamy. Da, 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 da. Now back to you, Nancy. <laughs> Why, thank you. 
<laughs> he went. No. Yeah, Nancy. <laughs> what was it? Was it Nancy Hart? Yeah. You know. All right. Well, this well since you're already on a rampage. Yes. This next article, because I know how much you love these puns. Oh you no! Know. <laughs> Come on in. Dedicated mom built amazingly detailed model of Hogwarts with four hundred thousand Lego bricks. And doesn't get laid for three years. Do you like a Harry Potter fan? Blah blah blah. And Lego aficionado built an exact replica of Hogwarts out of four hundred thousand Legos. How exciting! Back to you, Nancy. The woman's name is Alice Finch, and she was she was been constructing the the the. She was constructing the magical diorama of the accurate deed depicts the key of, on the scenes for the book and the movies with her sons and decided to, as she was putting the way, she was enjoying it more and more. Apparently these kids have Lego room, which this is like the well, coolest yeah. mom ever. That's, that's not really that surprising. I have a friend who, who collects Legos and he's saving a lot of them for his daughter when she gets older. Like, see now, okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to throw a fly on the play here. Yeah. Um, McFarland Toys just released their adult Lego for the Walking Dead stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the prison set is fucking huge. Like, I can't wait to see that beat built because there's like a hundred zombies and the fence. And the I'm like, oh. like the uh, Daryl Dixon one, him when it was motorcycle, looks badass enough as it is. It's McFarland Toys, so it's, it's pretty badass. Yeah. But they're little, I'm like, all right, let's see. Now that I might be interested, but Lego, they'll kill somebody. <laughs> All right, so a mom spending quality time with her kids build Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse new actors playing Storm, Cyclops, and Jean Grain has been announced. Yeah, yeah. I, I they just announced the the girl like was yesterday. The Storm. Yes, uh well uh, one is going to play um Gene Grey, excuse me, is Sophie Turner from... Yeah, Game of Thrones, Sasha. Sasha Sansa? Sansa, yeah, I always think, yeah. Sansa Stark. Yeah, she's awesome. I love her in that role. She's great. She's going to make a great Gene Grey. Like, I was like, ooh, her? I'm in. You know, the kid, I don't know, so I'm like, all right, good, lucky, good for you, kid. You're going to get an action hero. Yeah, Ty Sheridan. Yeah. Who starred alongside Matthew McConaughey in Mud is going to play uh, Cyclops and um, Alexandria Ship, best known for playing KT Rush on the show House of Anubis, will play Storm. Yeah, she was also just recently in that Aaliyah biopic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she just she was just on TV. That's the one that her Aaliyah's family didn't want made. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's a lot of biopics that families don't want made. Like there was a lot well, of controversy like, with the Whitney Houston now main trade is going to be like, yeah. oh, let's do biopics. Uh, hey, we got one Saved by the Bell. The only thing I watched Lifetime for is Project Runway. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, like some of the, when I'm flipping through the channels, I see some of the shit they post. I'm like, I will kill myself. Like I can't watch this. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on those three. They're now. I saw some people bitching because the girl playing Storm isn't black enough. <laughs> Can't win. She's more Halle Berry than than Freddie Berry, apparently. You know. <laughs> what a reference! <laughs> but it's an accurate one, isn't it? There you go. 
I'm just saying, like, like all right, who cares? Wow, that was that's a that's a that's a throwback. <laughs> right now, some kid you're going, throwing a hell. Somebody's Mary. googling oh, it. Going, going, I don't what. <laughs> And right now, I don't kids. understand. And this. right now, there's a middle-aged man going, "Oh, that's a good one." <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, congratulations, kids. You know, you're going to be superheroes. Yeah. All right, what's your next article? Nick Cage will star in a hilarious comedy about Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> Tell two sheiks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm more, I'm more like an Osama protector. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy-eyed icon Nicholas oh Cage will team up with legendary comedy writer and director Larry Charles for the multi—sorry, the militaristic romp in the desert called Army of One. <laughs> sure, wasn't that also a Pauly Shore movie? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's a remake. <laughs> The film reportedly based on an article in GQ magazine by Chris Health, which depicts a puzzling real-life adventure of a Colorado construction worker named Gary Faulkner, who, in a series of quixotic whims, attempts on multiple occasions to sneak into Pakistan and Afghanistan to seek out the elusive fanatical leader on his own. Yeah, this sounds like a comedy romp. I'm just like I mean I can't stop I couldn't stop laughing when I read this I'm like really I'm like seriously I have sand scraping at the door <laughs> scraping at the door I'm I'm more like an Osama hater <laughs> like wow I'm gonna steal some cars and then I have to break into the you know Hall of Justice <laughs> Jeez. where I get my motorcycle. I turn to the spirits of vengeance, and I drive so fast across the sand that it becomes glass. Oh. <laughs> so I can punch Osama bin Laden right in the face. It's going to be a riot. <laughs> oh my God. And then while I'm there, an accident happens, and Osama and I switch faces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. And then I get drunk and I go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Osama bin Laden. Oh I call it leading, leaving bin Laden. <laughs> leaving bin Laden. Oh and then I become a vampire. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, then I get into a car and I become a wild thing. Oh, yeah! <laughs> and then, and then... I try to become Superman, but that doesn't work out. But I get on a plane with a bunch of convicts. And I save that plane just in time to land on Alcatraz. Nick, are, are, are you sure you're talking about the same movie? Yeah. And me and an uh, old spy, we're going to get Sean Connery. And we're going to help save Alcatraz from a bunch of terrorists. Nick, shouldn't you go back to buying castles? I call it Obamageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, look, Bavarian castle we bought. 
I don't have a son. I'm going to name him Cal. Oh. I did that, though. That's a true story, man. We know. Whoa. <laughs> and me and Keanu Reeves are going to get together. And we're going <laughs> gonna to reboot Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I'm going to be the one that's too old for this shit. <laughs> Sorry. I just got my own little world there. What else? Um, well, anything, anything else, Ed? That is it. All right. So let's uh, wrap this show up with uh, a fine farewell. Yeah, farewell. <laughs> it's been great. This is apparently the last episode. Um, well, yeah, I guess you know what. You now we gotta you know, hold on to the Oscar ballots because we got a couple weeks before the Oscars. Yeah. I'm gonna say like next week maybe we'll we'll do the old hey fill out your Oscar ballots and you know unless you got an idea Ed. no yeah yeah hold on to them for a bit and maybe we'll you know or take them home study them and maybe you can fill out your applications for the thing and we'll. Lock them away, I'm in a safe, and we'll find out who knows what about the Oscars. Alright, anyway. Um, well, thanks for listening. You can catch us live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tuned in, our iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio, those apps. Every Sunday night from 6 to 9.30 on those fine stations. Also, while you're at it, go to Geekster's Facebook page, Geekster's Radio, and like us. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And in the meantime, if you'd like to listen to the show again, you can download it in three easy-to-eat parts. No. Either on our website, wordswithgeeks.com, or on iTunes. Or if you want to contact Erica on anything we've talked about, just want to talk to Erica, you can contact her, Erica at, at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact Sean, contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. Hey, welcome back to episode one, two, three. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean, and over there is Ed. Say hello, Ed. Hello, Ed. <laughs> yeah, laugh it up. You thought it was funny. <laughs> you thought it was cute and original. <laughs> I never thought it was original. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, that was episode three. All right. yeah, that's all I got to say. Anyway, no. <laughs> just come back. Yeah, so that was episode three. Deal See, with it. Deal with it. See you later. Just <laughs> drop the mic and walk out of the room. <laughs> yeah, but that really is it, folks. I mean, we hope you laughed. We hope you cried from laughter. You know, not crying. Why couldn't you be doing this? You know, just, you know, laughing from tears of laughter. Like, oh, my God, those guys are so funny. <laughs> just don't cry while you're driving because you might only want you to cause an accident. Right. You know, the last thing, think about it this way. Drive safely because the last thing you really want to do is while they try to pull your mangled body out of the wreck is to hear dick and fart jokes coming from your car. <laughs> I mean, that's how I kind of look at it. It's like, you know what? Do you really want to hear, yeah, yeah, yo, I'm a, I'm a doof of ignore? You know, like, uh, hey, me Hulk, me Hulk have green balls. You know, like, like right now, there's somebody pulling you out of a car rack going, what the fuck was that guy listening to? You know, because you want those guys to pay attention to you, to make sure you're okay, not pause and stop going, oh my God, those guys are funny. 
that's right. You you kind of want the focus to be on you, not on what's playing on your radio. That's right. So always drive carefully. But if something, God forbid, were to happen, and you're okay, let's say you just have a broken leg, not nothing too serious. But the you know the guys are there checking you out, and they go, "Oh my God, those guys are funny." You know, make sure you tell them to listen to us on Sunday nights from six to nine thirty on Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, tuned in, or iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio, those apps. Yeah. And then while you're at it, tell them to, while go on their Facebook page, type in Geeksters Radio, and then they'll get to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and have them like the page. There you go. You know? <laughs> and then, while they're there, you know, while they're checking, you know, your heart, your blood pressure, making sure, you know, taping your knee up or, or stitching your arm, that you, you tell them, oh, by the way, if you click on that About page, you can hear you. You can find out where to hear not only this episode but other episodes because these guys are so funny that it made me rear end that old lady, <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> you know, but, you, but if you if you don't have the time, I can tell you right now that you can find them on wordswithgeeks.com, iTunes, a whole bunch of other spots. But at least I can tell you those two because they bang it into my head every episode. <laughs> And or you go to Twitter and follow us. Then follow them there and let them. They'll let you know where to download it at, at Geeksters on Twitter or uh, Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Yeah, you can go to Instagram. You want to see pictures? Like, oh, look, pictures on Instagram. It's Geeksters Radio. <laughs> but if you want to contact Ed and say, "Hey, Ed, I laughed at something you said so funny, maybe we were this old lady," <laughs> you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Darren and go, oh, my God, Erica, I found I was so excited by your article that it made me not realize I had a boner and I wound up slamming into an old lady. <laughs> not in a good way. You can contact her at Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. So uh, we'll see you next week, folks. And then have fun. Drive safe. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.